you need to let yourself grieve. And you know what? Even if you were in the relationship just for the fucking hormones, you need to let yourself grieve, not just like, oh my gosh, they're gone, but also grieving what could have been. Hello and welcome to the Feminine As Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this morning, well, I'm recording it in the morning. What is Butter doing? I feel like I'm, I have to just watch them all the time. You know, when they're silent, it's like, fuck, moms would know that. Even with children, it's like the same, right? When the kids are silent, it's like, shit, what are they doing? Um, anyway, so today we're going to talk about breakups. I have kind of been needing to record this episode for so long, and I've gotten quite a few requests on recording an episode like this and I just hadn't gotten around to it to be honest um so here we are so firstly for the life update um I'm actually putting a lot more of them in the behind the scenes bubble it's just easier because I can kind of like give them as they go in a way um but I did a really long uh voice message just about you know the pro this anti this and the division and how I'm just sick of it and also like what you know what you should really be embodying and and blah 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 and I might do an extended episode if I feel called to on that a bit later on um so you can go and check that out in the behind the scenes bubble if you would like to it's thirty dollars um for three months so it's ten dollars a month or you can just pay for a year up front um and it's just a vibey little authentic kind of little it's like a little membership but it's so much more in my opinion real than like a perfectly curated organized membership and frankly I don't fucking have time for that anyway so today we're going to talk about breakups um and dealing with a breakup from someone who loves you but wasn't ready for the next level when you know you trust the universe but it feels so hard sometimes when you feel like you know you're constantly being let down i i understand that um and how heartbreak can affect your self-esteem um especially when healing from relationships with quote-unquote emotionally unavailable people so the first thing i want to mention is that, that everything i'm going to say goes for both men and women So for any of the men listening, um, please understand this also relates to you guys. Um, You are not exempt from this. And for any of the men listening that have been waiting for me to open up my program, make sure that you check out my new men's program called The Man. I will officially open it sometime on my Instagram, but I'm kind of just doing a little soft, you know, it's happening, it's happening, waitlist kind of situation. Um, and then I will probably open it later. So for any of the women listening that know their boyfriends or their partners are interested, um, you can put on their radar. Okay. So first thing is that I want you guys to think about with a breakup is is slash was the breakup conscious or are you being reactive? And I don't mean conscious in like a wanky, like conscious way, you know, like all these quote unquote conscious relationships that are really not fucking conscious. They're just like, just fucking spiritually bypassing everything. So what I mean when I say the conscious, like I, did you consciously break up or was it reactive? Is that 
Some people can break up because they kind of have an explosion or they're just like, fuck this, I'm out, I've had enough of it. And it, obviously if it's a toxic situation, like get the fuck out. But sorry, if you can hear the dogs wrestling in the background. Um, but the conscious side of it is you actually being very responsive to everything that is happening or not happening in the relationship and you coming from like a heart-centered space of like, yes, I would like to end this relationship. It's no longer serving me. And not in some wanky way, just in like a truthful way rather than being reactive. Because a lot of us, I've had mine in my past, end relationships or relationships get ended over like big fights or people being triggered and just basically being reactive. And when situations end like that with a very reactive situation, um, that can trigger more of these feelings of insecurity. It can affect your self-esteem. It can make you feel like, oh my God, it was their fucking fault. They were so toxic. And I want you to also reflect on how can I take responsibility? And obviously there are situations where you're dating someone where it was like, uh, now this was actually like fully them. And I, I, there are situations like that, but most of the time it is also a you thing. Like there's part of you that you could have improved. And what I'm not trying to say is I'm not trying to say that like it's 50, 50 necessarily. And I'm also not trying to gaslight your experience with a person that might have actually been really unhealthy and their behavior, um, and really awful and mean and just horrible to you. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is this is, it's always an opportunity, even if it was a very, very, um, unhealthy relationship, it is always an opportunity for you to be like, what could I have done better? Even in my past relationships and in past, in past guys that I've dated when they end, I always am like, okay, what could I, what could I have done better? Because you do learn a lot about yourself in a relationship and you learn things about yourself that you wouldn't learn if you weren't in a relationship. So always kind of ask yourself that question of what could I have done differently or what did I learn in that situation? Um, and for both men and women, like did you bail out of this reaction, out of self-sabotage, out of I'm not good enough, out of like she's too much, out of he's too much, out of like um, this reactive state or was it like this is not in alignment anymore? And if it's like the, this is not in alignment, like I don't want this anymore, there would be a discussion about it. There would be clarity about the ending of the relationship that would make it a lot more healing and a lot more grounded for both of you to end that relationship on. Why breakups can be really, really hard is when there is like blow ups, a lack of clarity, a lack of communication, blah, blah, blah. And that's what then makes people feel like they just spiral after a breakup when one person just fucking bailed essentially. So out of respect for yourself and respect for the other person, never bail. Never, never just be like, I'm fucking leaving and just bail because it's not nice to yourself and it's definitely not nice to the other person. I don't really care what they've done. Everyone deserves respect. Everyone deserves some clarity and just some respect, especially if you've had beautiful, beautiful memories with this person and especially if this person's done a lot of good things for you and been a really, a really nice person in your life, okay? So... The next thing that I want you guys to understand about break about breakups is 
the grieving process. You need to let yourself grieve. The whole like rebound sex of like, just go for a rebound, just get on the next dating app. Like you just need a rebound. You just need a rebound. You need a new love interest and then you'll be able to feel better. If you feel better after a new, new love interest, that tells me that you weren't actually in love with that person or you didn't really like that person for them. You were just fucking dating them for the hormones. So if you can just move on and not think about them and just be as interested in the next fucking person, that's telling me that you're actually getting into these relationships with an addiction for the hormones rather than for the actual person, if that makes sense. So let's say you're, you were in the relationship for the actual person you need to let yourself grieve. And you know what? Even if you were in the relationship just for the fucking hormones, you need to let yourself grieve, not just like, oh my gosh, they're gone, but also grieving what could have been and grieving the way that you felt when you were with them. Because that's a really hard part of breakups of like, I felt so amazing. We had so much fun together. It was so easy. Like it was a good relationship, like all those kind of things. And that's really hard to grieve and let go of. And it's sad. It's fucking sad. Um, So please make sure that you grieve. And the more that you do let yourself go into like the depths of fucking despair for a weekend, the faster you'll get out of it. So when I need to grieve over something ending, um, I go into like a deep grieving process and it will, I'll grieve for a few days and I'm out of it. That doesn't mean that I never think about them again. It just means that I have grieved it all. Um, and it means that I will get less triggered when I see them. And it will mean that I won't necessarily just start crying randomly on a fucking Tuesday if I think about them. So you want to make sure that you grieve. And a lot of people don't let themselves grieve. They just like move on. They have a rebound, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's not going to allow you to heal your heart and keep your heart open. The best way to heal your heart and keep your heart open is, um, is to fucking grieve so you can release all that pain and then your heart will stay open is basically what that is. Um, so yeah, allowing yourself to grieve and, you know, when you have finished that grieving process, that will actually allow that energy to go so that you can put yourself back into alignment. You can go back out into the world and you can keep going with your head held high and not feel like the fucking world is crumbling around you and that there are no good women or no good men. Okay. Um, Also get into your feeling of worth. What sometimes needs to happen for some people is they need to kind of hit rock bottom with dating and they need to kind of get to a point if you've done the work, they need to kind of get to a point where they're like, fuck this. I know what I want in a man or a woman. And they have a lot of clarity and they go out there in the dating world with that clarity. Now that doesn't mean that you rock up on a first fucking date and you're like giving them fucking interview questions of, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Like that's a bit fucking intense. What it means is that you have clarity within yourself of the kind of person that you want to date. And not to go back into dating someone with like a wishy-washy approach or with like bad tendencies or it's unhealthy or whatever was happening last time. And sometimes for some people, they like know what they want, but they don't actually like embody that. Um, So it's really important that if you do want something, and for some of you, I can say this to you, but you're not going to do this because everyone's different in the way that they learn and their own process. For me, 
I can be told something, but I won't actually learn it or embody it until I like make enough mistakes about it. So for a lot of you, you will need to like hit rock bottom with your dating to be like, fuck this. I'm actually going to be so cutthroat and I'm only going to date men or women that are very, like that I'm very, very clear on have X, Y, and Z. And that doesn't mean that you need to have some long fucking list. It could be like, I'm very clear that like the person that I'm, that I need to be dating is, you know, um, doesn't fucking drink 20 diet sodas a day, you know, um, doesn't smoke. They want two children. They love to ski. They like, you have like certain things where you know that you need these things in order to have not, not have resentment towards them and also feel really like loved and valued and, and seen and needed in a, and wanted in a relationship. Um, so that's, that's also like the grieving process kind of allows you sometime to hit that bottom of like, fuck this, no more wishy-washy Monica. We are going fucking clarity. We are going in with fucking self-worth. We are going in with boundaries. We are going in with what I know. And we are not going to put ourselves under the illusion of like, oh, but like maybe he does want a relationship, but he doesn't know yet. Like fuck that shit. Um, and also like, I don't want to get to actually, I'm going to leave this for another episode. So that's, that's the next thing. The next thing that's one, that's that thing. The next thing that I want to say is that I get when the universe, when you feel like this is so, so fucking hard and it could feel really hard to trust the universe. The universe did not forget you. I have met a lot of soulmates. I have attracted in a lot of soulmates and manifested them in really quickly just because they didn't work out doesn't mean that I was forgotten. I do believe that we have about 10 soulmates. I don't know why I have that number and it feels right. So maybe that's just like, I have 10 soulmates. Maybe that's like on average, we have 10 soulmates. And in these soulmates, I believe that you need certain soulmates to activate, discover, open something within yourself to then get to the next soulmate, to get to the next one, to get to like the final one, if that makes sense. Quick little interruption, guys. If you have not gotten my bundle, my Feminist Fuck bundle, there is an amazing masterclass in there about attachment styles and not just understanding them. The podcast episode is about how to is understanding them. The masterclass is actually about how to heal your attachment style so that you can feel more secure. And the tools and the techniques in there and the modalities are honestly so helpful. And I use them in my own dating life and with my own situations. So I really, really recommend that you jump in there and do that masterclass if you haven't already not to mention there are a heap of other masterclasses in the bundle as well that would be really helpful for your journey and it's a really great starting point to kind of get a little bit more of my energy but I do want to also preface that 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 content in there is much more like teaching and me talking versus queen alchemy one-on-one stuff the one-on-ones in baba the group calls in baba are deeper healing it's not very much talking and teaching it is a lot of modalities a lot of tears a lot of shaking a lot of trauma release so just please know that like when it comes to those more self-paced things it is a lot more teaching journaling helping you to understand meditations but then when you do those higher level programs it's a lot more of the deeper healing work on a somatic and visceral So I um, have met, so I've been with um, like one, two, I think about three is what I'm feeling. I think like, I would actually count him as one, two. I would say four soulmates I've like been with and then I've met a twin flame. So three, yeah, I've I've had about three or four, I've had about four, let's say four soulmate relationships. Um, 
some were longer than others. And each one of them activated slash brought something else into my life that if I didn't have, if I wasn't seeing that person, I wouldn't have done X, Y, Z or spoken to this person about ABC to then allow me to attract in this situation or this person or X, Y, and Z. So the universe didn't forget you. And I, I, I really want us to get out of this idea that like, you've got like one person in the fucking world, because I think that's like a scarcity mindset. And honestly, like doesn't fucking help you. Right. Because then you date that, you date what feels like that one person. And then you feel like, Oh my God, I'm never going to fucking be in a relationship again. And I talked about this in the trauma bonding episode as well, I think, um, of like, stop looking for this like, you know, insane firework relationship because generally it's a fucking trauma bond. Start looking for fucking safety and security and a man that is good. Like train your brain to start looking for fucking safety in a relationship rather than highs and lows. Um, so just because your past relationships didn't work out does not mean that you were forgotten. And it doesn't mean that you'll never end up being in the long-term relationship. I truly believe that every relationship gives you something that allows you to then bring that into and embody in for the next relationship that makes the next relationship even more solid and better in X, Y, and Z so that you can get to that kind of final one. Um, cool. The next thing, that I want to preface, and this is like obvious, is that if you need help with like dating and men and breakups and feeling more secure in it and the whole fucking process of it and the ups and downs and of dating, because it's just a reality of it, you need to understand men and women. Like if you're a man, you need to understand women. And if you're a woman, you need to understand men. So for women, you need to join Be Loved on a Mother. For men, you need to join my program, The Man. Um, because it will honestly change your fucking life just to understand these situations so that you're not making up things in your head, even to the point of making up, oh no, he likes me when it's like, no, he fucking doesn't. Or like, no, no, like he's going to ask me on a date. It's like, no bitch, he's not prioritizing you. The end, goodbye. Like he does not want a relationship. That is not a thing that, that he's wanting in his life. And women think so differently that we can literally make up what we want in our head um, for, as an example. So it's really helpful to actually know the other other. Um, sex so well that you will actually save yourself so much time and energy um, when it comes to dating and when it comes to being in a relationship and X, Y, and Z. And it's going to make breakups and the highs and lows so much easier. And for you to not feel like all of your energy is just going to this relationship and that you feel like you've lost yourself and all that kind of stuff. And when it comes to those of you that asked about the self-esteem thing of like how do breakups affect your self-esteem? If your breakup is affecting your self-esteem, that is you being, that is you having deeper trauma being triggered. Breakups don't affect now. Wait, where the fuck's butter? Is he taking a shit somewhere? No, butter, come back here. Breakups now do not affect my self-esteem. There's no part of my brain that's like, oh my God, what did I do? Am I not enough? Am I too much? Am I blah, blah, blah? It's always a them thing. And I and I completely understand that. There's no part of my brain that actually thinks it's a me thing. And that's a that is a blessing and a gift that you get to give yourself um, from doing the deeper trauma healing 
work. So when it comes to self-esteem stuff, when it comes to you not feeling really, really confident and like I get to have the man that I want or I get to have the woman that I want, there is a part of you that feels not enough, too much. Something is like wrong, quote unquote, with you and you're comparing yourself to this like perfect man or perfect woman. And that comparisonitis comes, generally speaking, from something that happened in your childhood where you were made to feel, or your adolescence, where you were made to feel like your true essence and your true self was incorrect or like something needed to be changed. Now, if you've suppressed that enough and you kind of, you know, whether it's egotist, whether you're in your ego being like, I'm confident, I'm confident, or whether you thought that you were confident, um, relationships can bring up those deeper wounds. And honestly, I think relationships are so beautiful for the fact that they can bring up things that you didn't know. And I, and I recommend for people to date when they're, when they're, you know, when they've done like a decent amount of, of, um, if healing and trauma work, I then encourage people to go and date because it's going to bring up other things. And that's good because then these other things we get to heal, like, you know, um, you can think that you've healed all of your abandoned wounds, abandonment wounds, and then you go out and date and new ones come up or they come up in new ways. And that's a really, really good thing because it means that you get to then heal those, those abandonment wounds that are different to when you're single. Um, when you're not dating, you get to heal those abandonment wounds and they would not have come up otherwise. So if you're under the illusion that like you need to not date, stay single, um, to do healing work. I don't like think that's true. I think that if you have a lot, a lot of trauma, then you should let yourself be, um, be alone and single whilst you're doing those beginning kind of steps. And then I'm like, yeah, totally go out and date because it's actually going to bring up the wounds in different ways, which will allow us to then really, really have a massively holistic healing experience for you rather than just healing like the single wounds, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, if you, if your self-esteem issues get triggered, if you feel insecure, if you feel not enough, if you don't feel like you can provide, if you don't feel like you're sexy enough, if you don't feel like you can protect her, if you don't feel like you're going to be enough for her and make enough money or whatever it is, or that she's too much for you, or that he is not enough for you, or that he is, um, he is boring or whatever it is for both like men and women, that is a you thing. That is your confidence, self-esteem, insecurities being brought up. And that does not mean that you should break up with that person. That actually is an opportunity for you to heal those things. If your partner triggers you, that doesn't mean that you need to break up with them. If your partner is mean to you, that means fucking break up with them. But if your partner is unintentionally triggering you, that does not mean that you need to dump them. That means you need to heal that thing. And I want to, I want you guys to understand the difference. Healing it is different to understanding it. If you understand the trigger comes from your dad yelling at you, let's say, that understanding does not mean the trigger is healed. That understanding does not mean that when your boyfriend raises his voice at, on a fucking meeting, that doesn't mean that you have to sit there and be like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. No, getting rid of the trigger and healing it means that your boyfriend could be yelling at anyone and all, all the TV and you would just, your body would have no visceral reaction. That is healing it. 
understanding it is your body would have a visceral reaction, but you would be telling yourself it's okay. He's not going to hit me. No one's going to hit me, blah, blah, blah. Or like, no one's going to get angry at me. Like I am safe. That's not my intention. I don't want you guys to have to fucking sit there all the time and have to like give yourself a fucking pep talk. That is so boring and draining. And it, and it just makes you feel crazy all the time. It makes you feel like a part of you is broken and it's exhausting. And it's like, it makes you question, will I ever heal this? If that makes sense. So the healing the trigger is you no longer having the trigger. Um, and I'm sure some of you have like seen the Instagram stories or the testimonials where it's like, my clients will be like, oh my God, I've just realized that for the past two weeks, I've been going into situation X, Y, and Z And like, I haven't been getting triggered and I haven't even had to tell myself to calm down. It just like hasn't even been, I haven't even been aware of the fact that I haven't been getting triggered because it's just been like, so whatever. And they're just blown away because usually, because they're like, usually I have to fucking calm myself down, give myself a pep talk. And now I'm like, not even realizing that I'm not triggered. Like it's fucking amazing. And that is the magic of my work, right? That is the magic of my work that you don't need to journal a million times a day and give yourself a million pep talks or meditate to feel relaxed. It's like I'm removing the thing from your body that is making you not feel relaxed or whatever, okay? So please understand that if you are running away from a relationship because you're being triggered by something or because your insecurities are being brought up or if you have a breakup and therefore you are feeling not enough, that is not a them thing. It is generally a you thing. Obviously, they've been an asshole and like they've been really, really narcissistic and toxic to you. That is different. But generally speaking, um, it's a you thing. It's not actually a them thing. So for men, you guys need to check out the man. And for women, you need to check out Be Loving on a Mother. The man is like a combination between like the man's version of Be Loving on a Mother and Queen Alchemy. And then Be Loving on a Mother, for those of you that don't know, is like my program on understanding men, communicating with men, not emasculating them, healing your relationship with men, all that kind of stuff. And this doesn't need to be just for a relationship. You don't need to be dating. You don't need to be in a relationship. This is helpful for understanding your male colleagues. It's helpful for understanding. And this goes for the man as well. So if you're a man, your program, the man, um, it's the same thing of understanding the opposite sex in either program is not just about relationships romantically. It's about your colleagues. It's about understanding your sister or your brother or your son or your daughter um, or your mom or your dad. It's just about helping you to understand the opposite sex that will give you the biggest fucking relief because when you understand the opposite sex I truly believe that it just takes such a weight off your shoulders and it makes you understand things better so that you're not perceiving everything incorrectly and then holding on to that like resentment or weight when it's like not actually true if that makes sense so I'm gonna leave the episode here short and sweet actually to get ready to go to horse riding anyway but I'll do another episode shortly kind of expanding on a few more things from this let me know if you enjoyed the episode ladies join the uh, and men join the behind the scenes bubble if you would like to and um be loving on a mother is gonna have a new module that I'll put in in like January um when I'm skiing so I just don't really have time in November to be honest we're gonna be opening it up in November so Keep a lookout for that if you want to join and any questions, let me know.